0: I'm April Wright, welcome to Elevate the Podcast. You'll often hear me say, live today on purpose. I have found that taking time to be intentional and focused removes the opportunity for unintended distraction. I've spent the last 16 years as an entrepreneur, navigating the real estate roller coaster and helping other entrepreneurs get through the loops and curves. So I'll be sharing real life experiences and give you tangible tools to get one step closer to your goals in life and business. Join me and immerse yourself. Well, it's good to be back. Episode five, just chugging along this week and uh I had a good conversation with an agent today which really sparked this um this message that I'm going to bring to you today so when we engage having a conversation whether there's a purpose behind it or it's impromptu or maybe we're just trying to get our kids to eat their broccoli um I think it's important that we make sure that every conversation counts. But not only making every conversation count, but watching what we say and having a desired outcome for that conversation. And I know that may sound a little premeditated, but think of it this way. So regardless of, where that conversation initiated. Maybe you are following your calendar and it's time to prospect. So you're picking up the phone and you're dialing those numbers. And depending on who you're dialing, you may already have a script that is uh, already pre-written, that is tried and true. true, excuse me, trued, it's not even a word, um, that maybe you've gotten from another agent or another uh, colleague that has worked for them in converting a lead. Um, as a real estate agent, you know, we call expires, sub by owners, absentee owners, um, leads, internet calls, sign calls, a whole nine. So when we're calling people back, there is an intention business-wise that we have. And some people actually call uh, with intentions. They know exactly what they're going to say and they know what their numbers are. For those of you that know that, great, because that's how you're going to get the desired outcome you want. But let's just say you're in a grocery store, or you're at a, you know, fiesta, or maybe a client party, or just a client, a a party in general, Um, you're out and about. Whenever you take a moment to actually engage in a conversation, there should be an intention behind that conversation. Um, And it could just be, being nice and entertaining that person. Um, But why not make that conversation count? Everything that we do, we should be doing on purpose. Okay. Even if it is impromptu, someone walks up to you and says, hi, how are you doing? Nine times out of 10, you see them coming so with having a few different tools in your pocket that could uh, that you could pull out when you have a conversation that can make it a quality conversation that you never know could lead to doing business with that person or with their sphere so for you entrepreneurs out there every conversation there should be a desired outcome that you can engage your conversation and lead in whichever direction that you want to take it. So especially so like when you, you know, get someone on the phone or in a person, in, in person, um, making it count can double for a couple different things. Number one, if you are not a person that likes to engage in volunteer conversation, here's an exercise that you can do to make yourself more comfortable. Remember, the path to success is outside your comfort zone. As an entrepreneur, not everybody has sales skills. I told you from the very beginning, my very first um, podcast episode is I didn't really come from a sales background. Um, My very first uh, job was with the Boys and Girls Club. You don't have to sell anything there. You just have to know how to deal with kids. And I was young, so it's not like they were much younger than me. So I know I've been around kids, so I kind of know how to do that. Um, As you take on your next jobs and you can use your past experience, you know, to help you with your conversations. However, what makes a quality conversation? A quality conversation, in my opinion, again, these are just my opinion, is some that you're you're getting either you are bringing value okay you are exercising certain tools that you normally wouldn't do especially if you're not someone that just haphazardly has a conversation with the person next to you Mm -hmm. which is a skill set we all need to Embrace is have that conversation. Get outside of ourselves, regardless of where we're at. We could be at the bar getting a drink. We could be picking up our kids from uh, school. We could be, you know, shopping in the mall. We could be wherever. Always being aware and willing to engage in that conversation can lead to so many, many things. So, a quality conversation is it starts actually by you asking the right questions. But it really starts by you listening. And I'll say that again. Quality conversation starts when you listen. It's not about how much verbal vomit you can spew on the person that's within earshot. Okay? Because you get me started, I will have so many stories and so much to say. Because I have experiences and I love to share. You know? So... and. A lot of us are like that. We like to talk about ourselves and so does the other person that you're engaging conversation with. So when you're exercising these, how do I make a better conversation, Um, these tools that you can start implementing is to listen. We have two ears, right, and one mouth. So let's listen to what that person is saying. And I'll give you a really good example why this is so important the conversation I had with an agent today was about an experience that they had with another, with a client and uh, other uh, vendors and alike with, within their industry. And it was not uh, a good conversation as they started going along and realizing that this other person probably should not be saying what they're saying. And had that person actually taken a moment to listen what words were coming out of their mouth they probably would have halted because what we say either repels those around us or attracts those around us and if we don't know anything about the person that we're talking to then we don't know if we are throwing up red flags and their walls are coming up or if we're you know um, opening up the doors to a good conversation. So you do need to pay attention as as you're engaging in conversation, not only listening, okay? Paying attention to the words that you're choosing to come out of your mouth. And then listen, uh, look at their body language too, okay? Because if you guys really pay attention to people's body language, you will know if they're comfortable in that conversation or if they're tightening up in that conversation. Maybe they started giving you one-liners, Nope, I'm okay. Or, nope, that's fine. Oh, don't worry, I got this. Whatever that is, once someone's conversation starts to shorten as their response to you, it's probably not a good, uh, you know, it's not going in the direction you probably are thinking it should go. So just make sure that you are, your ears are open when your mouth also is uh, doing its talking. Knowing when to be quiet. Okay? I don't know how many times I'm engaging in a conversation and the person that I'm talking to is just going and going like an Energizer bunny. And we don't want to be rude. When we talk to people, we don't generally want to be rude. But if you deal with some high producing individuals, they are okay engaging in conversation with you. But if you realize their conversations are going to be a lot shorter, they're going to be to the point, OK, and it may come off as them being, I don't know, what would be a nice word? <laughs> Rude or blunt or and in some cases that may actually be the case. Um, but overall, they're only going to engage in conversation that is that is going to yield a certain benefit. OK, let's just be honest. And you should actually have the same tonality and resolve when it comes to these conversations, whether it's just a casual conversation, op, uh, asking some, you know, open ended questions just to learn a little bit more about your client in a buyer consultation, or you just have to close the deal and you got to get straight to the point. Knowing which direction you're going to take your, your words will help you lead to a more quality conversation. So listening, choosing your words wisely um, and Deciding on your desired outcome prior to the conversation, which obviously if it's an impromptu conversation, you know, that may not be something that you can think about right away or, um, but if you're making phone calls, you're calling your sphere, you're returning a call, you have a pretty good idea of what your desired outcome is. Just don't pick up the phone and, and just blurt stuff out. You know, there's tried and true things that you can say that's going to lead to the desired outcome. So, the more quality uh, questions you ask, the better questions you ask, you are actually going to get a better re- uh, result and better answer. Because um, there's definitely always a solution. You just have to ask the right discovery questions. So think of that as when you're having that conversation, as you're op- the questions you're asking need to be questions that are going to open up and dig a little bit deeper. Start discovering something about whether it's an issue, what problem you can solve, how can you help them. You always want to lead with value and that you do that with discovering discovery questions. Um, and then also that will help you connect on their level too, because how many times have you been in a conversation with someone and you're just like, uh, nothing they're saying really is appealing to me. Like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not feeling this conversation. And then you just try to end it as quickly as possible. But if you're listening to someone, you can then find ways to actually connect with them to elongate that conversation. And then you can start inter you know interjecting those questions that are going to allow for a better conversation and potentially an opportunity to ask for their business or ask for an appointment or a meeting opportunity to you know present them with additional information and hopefully leave them wanting more so if you have information that they could benefit from there's there's a segue into, okay, now is a good time for you and I to get together. And you know, how does that sound kind of thing? Um, what my, there's a few, there's a few, um, discovery questions, or I should say leading questions that you can actually use to make your conversations better. One of my favorite things is, is taking something like negative and turning it around into a positive like this. The good news is you found another way that doesn't work. Taking a negative, turning it into a positive. Now that person might say, "How? What are you? What are you talking about? How is that not? Well, what you're doing now is not working. So that's just one more way that that isn't going to get you to your desired outcome. Okay. Or how about this? Just imagine. Okay. Visualization is such a huge way for that opportunity to open to pretty much open their eyes and open their mind because if you're telling them to imagine now their brain is thinking okay imagine what who knows what they're imagining depending on where you take that sentence from there on but imagine where that can take you just imagine you're walking up to your brand new home keys in hand you open the door what does that look like to you how does that feel as you walk through the foyer And then you walk down the hallway, you turn a left, and you are now into the main living area. So now you're getting them to imagine what their next home looks like. Or just imagine you are sitting in the driver's seat of that brand new Mercedes. And you continue to take it that direction. Just imagine now you're receiving automatic deposits into your account you know, you just have that op- option of showing them what could be. And now that's taking that conversation in a whole different direction. Another question that I absolutely love. And again, we're talking about better conversations, which means we need to have better questions, right? Okay. And it's not all about telling a story. Maybe it's just asking that one question and let them lead with the rest. Ask another question. Let them lead with the rest. How about this? What about that is important to you? I love when I sit down with a client and we are going over their top five must-haves when they buy a house, okay? Do this with every single client. We sit down, we go over everything. Just imagine you're walking in, blah, 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 okay? When I'm having them write down their top five must-haves, they're telling me what's absolutely important to them. But I'm not gonna leave it there. They say, you know, purchase price of 450,000, has to have 3 bedrooms and, you know, it has to be in Summerlin and it has to have an RV parking and it needs to have three car garage. Okay? What about RV parking is important to you and your family? What about that price point is important to you and your family? What about the three car garage is important to you? Now they're going to, now you're going to find out more information and you can use this question on and on and on. Honestly, that's, <laughs> this question can help you keep diving, diving, diving. And they're going to say, well, you know, every year, you know, we take the quads out and we like to take the family out there. It's just kind of a family event that we do all the time. And, you know, we go out to the dunes and we just need we need a place for our quads. Great. Now you can take that. And what about going to the dunes is important to you and your family? Well, it gives us an opportunity for family to, you're getting the point, right? So, Think about those questions that are going to allow you to discover more about that client because you can better serve them. A better conversation becomes a better experience. Now you're getting them to talk about themselves. And I guarantee you, you have someone that already has their walls up. It's going to be really hard for you to go in for the sale if you're not able to get those guards down. Getting them to talk about themselves and what's important to them. Now, not only do you care, okay, for those of you that um, don't care, it makes you seem like you care, (laughs) OK, the other thing is now we're asking for contact information. OK, let's just say, you know, you, you had a great conversation instead of saying, hey, can I call you? OK, now I'm like, oh, weirdo. No, we're good. I just met you in the mall. Like, no, I'm good. OK, don't do that. But do ask, what's the best number to contact you at? I'm not asking them a yes or no closed in question i 'm asking them an open in question, and I guarantee you, even if they don't want to give you their phone number, chances are they're still going to give it to you why because you're asking what's the best number to contact you naturally you're going to be like, Oh, it's blah 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 versus Oh uh, yeah, no, no, I don't have a good contact number i don't have a cell phone. <laughs> Okay, they're going to be a little bit more open to giving that information out to you. So when you ask those closing questions, I want to challenge you, don't be afraid to get the objections, because that gives you two opportunities. Number one Okay, and this applies to anything if it's just a casual conversation or it is a meeting that you're having and you want the result of them signing those papers. Okay, A, if you're getting an objection to whatever, to signing, to your fees, to your services, to upselling them, whatever it is, you haven't answered all of their questions. So, an objection isn't always a no. Okay, so sometimes people avoid asking those closing questions because they don't want to get those objections. But again, the only way that you're going to get that sale, the only way you're going to get that next appointment, the only way that you're going to get the results that you want is when you ask for the order. And there's plenty of ways of, of asking those closing questions. And as long as you do it correctly, meaning you're actually building rapport, you're, you're offering these open ended questions so that the client or potential client, current customer, um, or it could be a, it could be a vendor or an affiliate or someone that you want to eventually do business with or you, you're you trying to, um, you know, affiliate yourself. with It it works both ways. It not only works with the clients that you're trying to attract, but it also includes um, the other business partners you're trying to attract as well. So make sure that you're understanding there's different ways of doing this and and there's different types of conversations you're having with with uh, different individuals, okay? There's desired outcomes based on the person that's standing in front of you. So getting that objection should not be something that you shy away from. The quicker I get an objection, the quicker I can overcome it, and the quicker we can move forward, okay? Number one, if I'm getting an objection towards the end, that means I haven't shown them value within that conversation, okay? And if you're anything like me, you wanna make sure that you don't um, repeat that the next go around. Okay. So making sure that you're overcoming any objection during your consultations, during your presentations, during whatever it is. Okay. Cause remember a conversation isn't just, you know, someone just standing next to you. Hi, how are you? A conversation is also, you know, that building block when you're, when you're doing that initial meeting with that client, whether it's over the phone or in person. Okay. You, conversations are really important. You know, they're, they're a, a building block to everything that we do and knowing how to articulate and do it in a manner, which is comfortable to the person across from you. Um, but it's also going to yield the result that you want. So don't shy away from those objections. Those are going to, that's, I, I really want to say that those are the money-making questions. Getting to that point where you do get a, finally get an objection. Okay, that's not always a negative thing. And I'm hoping that by you taking time to realistically pay attention to your conversations, whether they're intentional conversations, be it prospecting, sign calls, internet leads, um, you know, recruiting, coaching, whatever that is. You're selling a product, whatever whatever it is that you do. Um, Or if you're just having an opportunity or you're seeing an opportunity where you can go and approach someone. Working on your approach and working on the words and phrases you use when it comes to leading those desired um, conversations so that it pivots right back to your, your end result being you're getting a client, you're getting a friend, an, an ally, an affiliate, a sphere, uh, whatever that looks like. Okay, Because relationships is key to your business and having a good experience. Uh, is going to make that person want to do business with you. And it all starts with a good conversation. Well, that's it for this episode. Be sure to listen, download, or subscribe to more episodes of Elevate the Podcast. You can find Elevate on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Be sure to leave a review or comment and share with someone you think will benefit from this podcast. Don't forget to talk to me on social at AprilWright underscore Realtor or at Elevate Coaching. That's L.EV8 Coaching. Are you ready to take your business to the next level with a coach? Visit us on Facebook to schedule a free consult at Elevate Coaching. That's L.EV8 Coaching and click book now. And remember to live today on purpose.